So if you could, and you were able to drink breast milk, would you do it? You know, I think that's the question that a lot of us need to ask ourselves. <laughs> but um, no, so basically I just finished watching this thing on Netflix. And Netflix is one of those, you know, man, that can really just trap you down and get rid of some time really quick. But the good thing about it is sometimes they have really, really informative shows. Uh, so one that I used to like was called Examined, and they kind of look at different topics. And something kind of similar to that is this one that I just watched um, called Unwell. And on this... They kind of go through the different things, and I think most of the things that they kind of look at are, you know, snake oils, things that people would kind of associate with pyramid schemes, so whether something is good or not. And the thing is, a lot of it, I think, has minimal science. So obviously, me as a science man, uh, well, if you were looking my name up in the dictionary, it would have some sort of affiliation to science. Um, and one of the things on that was to do with people drinking breast milk, um, and the thing, I mean, I think it's one of those things that I definitely try, but there were so many different, like, factors that were involved with uh, people using breast milk, and I think the funniest part was this one guy who's just an athlete, and he said that the last time he was drinking breast milk, uh, he got really lean and really cut and all that sort of stuff, and um, I think if we go back to first principles and we think about actually the different variables that are involved as well as supplementing with breast milk, um, the only way he was losing weight and getting to where he was was because he was in an overall uh, energy deficiency. So, you know, that's something to think about there. But it's just funny, you know, what people get really, really caught up on if something worked. You know, the thing is, what they don't see is the bunch of things that actually change in their entire lifestyle. Uh, so that's kind of what we're, what I want to get into today. Not talking about drinking breast milk, but just trying to, uh, trying to get back into building really, really good habits. And the thing with building habits this is a reminder back to me, uh, just because I feel like I've lost a little bit of control over my life, um, and it is 2021, and I still feel like, you know, I still feel like I haven't quite uh, caught this wave yet, caught the wave of 2021, and I'm pretty sure there's people who are still going through, you know, seeing it in the decade, or seeing it every five years, and they haven't quite uh, got a grasp of what it's actually going on but I feel like if I was to put this episode out and do a little bit of work for myself uh, to actually become a bit more aware uh, of how it is that we can go about building these habits then maybe I would actually start to put those things into practice. Um, so a lot of you are very supportive and have been supportive. Thank you so much. Uh, you know I, I did, I'm just very honest about how I feel about things and I know some of you listen to it and some of you listen to help yourself but then some of you also listen just to make sure I'm doing okay uh, and I don't want that burden to be on you as the listener, I don't want you to feel like you know you have to look out for me and this is me calling for help um, but you know I do appreciate that that's how some of you feel about this whole entire journey and you know that means the world to me. Um, so just I guess on top of uh, before we get into the habit stuff I just... It really, it, the, the habit stuff kind of struck a little bit more when I went to, so on Friday I was just down the end of the old CrossFit gym, CrossFit Dunedin, uh, go check it out. So I've had both Tim's as guests on this podcast and um, I think just being down there, you know, I, I just thought, you know what, I'm here, I might as well go pop in and see how everyone's going. Uh, and just the community, you know, all the people that were there maybe three years ago when I was there as a coach and as an athlete and just seeing how happy they all were and just how happy they were to see me and you know I was part of one of their habits or one of their routines that they got together which was you know getting to the CrossFit gym doing their session um, and we were talking about that we were just reminiscing on all the times where you know the different things that I do in my coaching the different styles that I have remember when someone did this and xyz uh, and going through that and it just made me realize that like 
people can really be part of your environment uh, that start to build those habits for you. And we know that the environment actually plays a crucial factor uh, in what it is that you choose to do uh, and what it is that you choose not to do. You know, that can be because something is either socially frowned upon or maybe it's socially acceptable. Uh, So if something's more socially acceptable, you're more likely to do it or you're more likely to uh, know people who are doing it so you therefore have the exposure. Um, But a lot of that stuff only kind of comes down to whether you have awareness of it or not. So uh, before I get into the rest of it, we're going to talk about a few things that you can do uh, just to build those habits or just to actually see whether or not, you know, what types of habits are actually going to serve you uh, and what types of things do you think you need to, you know, where are the where are the holes that you could plug uh, when going forward? So this isn't going to be one of those huge episodes where you like by the end of it have to buy a brand new war calendar and you have to buy a diary and you have to buy... I don't know, new shoes and, and, and routine undies, but you could if you wanted to, if that's going to help you, but these are just a few things that I do for myself, uh, just to get into the groove of everything, and I think, like I said with the first thing, and this is the first thing for any single thing that you're going to go through, and I think how I've looked at this, uh, just with a bunch of my work, obviously, what I like to do in, in my area of research was looking at how it is that we can get more people physically active. We know that that is a behavior, so there's going to be some sort of psychological stuff that we need to do there. Um, and building habits form a routine, and then from that routine, if you continuously do those over a very long period of time, uh, that is called a lifestyle. And we're all about lifestyle change because uh, that's kind of how we should be addressing everything, you know, looking at what it is in the long term that we could actually continue to be doing. So if I start something now, is this something that I can see myself benefiting from uh, in a very long time? So we're looking at the process of everything rather than thinking about the outcomes. So that's the first thing. Uh, but the very, very first step in any single thing is just to be aware. The first thing you need to do, so the first thing I do with everything is whether I have to look at whether something's serving me or not, uh, and I also have to see, you know, is there actually a gap in my life and, and how it's all working, because if I just continuously lived my life the way it is and I don't feel like there's any problems, obviously I'm not going to change, uh, and I think a lot of you can go through that stuff as well, as just, you know, you just live day to day, and that's fine, and I'm not saying, I'm not calling people out, I'm not saying that that's not, you know, you're not living to your full potential, because everyone has their own potential, uh, and I can't judge you for the potential that I think you should have, um, because that's you know it's very subjective and some people have a calling that they can't necessarily express Um, but the first one is awareness and I think that you have to acknowledge whether something is happening or not so for example myself I really fell off uh, just the productivity of everything that I used to be about like my efficiency uh, everything just started to fall down a little bit um, just because you know I don't think I'm very fulfilled or happy with where I am at the moment Uh, and that's just a time thing like I've been very very uh, just super swamped recently and I think because I've been so overwhelmed and I I had this association with life being this thing that was super overwhelming it just didn't really fizz me up to actually want to continue on living like that because you know if this is going to be my day-to-day then why the heck am I even you know why is this going to be like that I'm just going to kind of slug through everything so that's the first thing Uh, and I think One thing when it comes to different habits, especially because the people who listen to this are going to think about their habits with regards to health and fitness because that's just kind of who I was and that's why people started listening to this. Um, But even looking at little things that you do, you know, around your emotions or how it is that you talk to different people. So I know um, the easiest one 
the easiest way, and well, actually, it's the easiest thing to do because you can ask people, uh, but it's the hardest thing to do because you're probably going to get an honest answer, which can be quite difficult. Um, we are all very, very good at being super hypercritical of ourselves, but what we're not very good at is pinpointing exactly what the issue is. So uh, what I'd find and, and what I do find is that it's, I find it really nice to you know go through um, and have a conversation with someone who knows you really, really well. Uh, and just like, hey, like, uh, is there anything that you notice about me in terms of my habits or in terms of, you know, uh, this is that's just what I do? And then, you know, sometimes when I get into confrontations, people say this is how I deal with them. Um, is that serving me? Is it not? I don't know. It's up to you to decide whether it's a good or bad habit. Um, but you can do that with everything. You know, you can. Um, when is it that you don't go to the gym? Like, when is it that people see that you start to fall off uh, all of your training regime or, or, or the eating that you were doing or just, like, other things? You know, like, when you get stressed, you tend to do this. Or when you get the, the you tend to do blah, blah, blah. So asking someone else is a really good uh, kind of metric to do that because it's hard to see exactly when that stuff's happening if you're just an autopilot uh, and going through the motions there. But... Um, Sometimes we can't always have those people who get to see what we are doing all the time, uh, and that's fair because some people are like me and try to, you know, they come into an office and leave the light off and close the door so that people don't even know I'm here. So people, <laughs> people always come by my office and then they'll email me later and say like, "Oh, came by, you weren't in," and I knew for a fact that I was in all day, so I just gave away my secret. But that's fine. Um, so another thing that you can do and something that I did last week and I think that's why I'm starting to get a little bit more energy uh, around this whole thing is I did an hour by hour reflection of just the big things that were happening each hour so for example when you wake up um, when you do different things like I have breakfast I do blah 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 I do blah 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 and then what you can start to do is look at you know what hours are being full with a whole bunch of stuff and then what hours do you see like besides the hours that you have designated for you to just relax um, in what hours are there like did you just spend so much time maybe like sitting in a cafe for you know 40 minutes or something like that like is that necessary to stay that long um, and also like maybe even putting in the chunks of time that you are spending on your phone so if you write that hour by hour reflection um, at the end of the day you're actually going to see where a lot of your time is going uh, and you can see where you have spare time so a lot of people say that they don't have enough time I believe that for about three percent of the people that I hear it from uh, because there's always you can always make time and I know people hate hearing that but until you actually properly audit where your time is going you can't actually see that you have time or you can make time um, so this is what you're going to be, this is going to really help you um, see where it is that you're spending time uh, when no one's watching you, because I feel like the biggest habits or the worst habits for you are the ones where you aren't being watched. The worst habits that you could have are the ones that you try to hide from different people, uh, because you realize that if anyone saw you doing this, they would these negative connotations with it so this is the stuff that's behind closed doors uh, so if you can be as honest as you can uh, with these hour by hour reflections at the end of the day then you know you can actually start to see where it is that you can make that difference uh, I know a lot of people try to add a whole bunch of things onto what they're already doing uh, but they can't it doesn't necessarily fit into everything that they're doing so if you can see where it is that you can insert uh, without having to compromise too much uh, then that's actually going to be something that is working with the way that you live your life and your overall lifestyle um it's actually weird when you do this because at the end of the day what you do find is um it's really hard to think about what you did during the day 
and then when you do go back, you actually get quite surprised at how much time you spend doing other things. Uh, it, like on top of when you're like, oh, I had a busy ass day, uh, but like maybe three hours of it, you were actually just doing stuff that had nothing to do with what you were trying to get to. Um, so yeah, that's just that. That's just the order of your time. Um, and I, I guarantee you will find time uh, if you do it properly. Even if it's very, very small amounts of time, you know, you can actually find time and you can start to see, um, you know, things that aren't quite serving you or things that could be serving you better uh, so you can spend more time on that. Um Another thing that I've been trying to do recently is just, you know, think about who you want to be. I think instead of thinking about what it is that we want to get done, if you think about who you want to be, uh, for example, like, what is my identity? What is the person that I want to be? You know, look at that person, look at the things that they do, look at their values, look at their core intuition about different things, and then start to ask yourself or write down for yourself, you know, the types of things that you think will be associated. What are the habits that this person that I want to be have? What do they have, um, and what, and then start to compare it to where you think you are now. So that's really, really good because it gives you something that you can aspire to be like. And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone else, uh, but if it is someone else, you know, make sure that you do that comparison uh, from a very critical lens. You know, just knowing that um, what they put out there doesn't necessarily mean that they actually do that all the time. Um, but just look at, you know, look at the things that they do. Look at how productive they are. If they are productive. Uh, and just look at the different skills that they put in or the work that they put in and start to just ask yourself without actually knowing what they do, um, start to think about the different habits that they would have. Write them all down. How many do you have of those? How many could you work on? You could work on all of them and then start to work towards that. So the goal in the end is not the result, right? It should be the development of those habits. So for example, when you're, when you're working out, the goal is not how your body looks. The goal is that you are increasing the amount of training that you're doing or you're actually training more frequently throughout the week um, and then you're increasing your strength, your performance goes up and then from there, you know, you start to, you know, drink more water, you start to eat more veggies, you start to eat more foods that are actually adequately fueling your body. Um, so you're thinking about this person who, you know, is super athletic that is then, you know, what types of goals do they put, do they have, they make, oh sorry, what types of habits do they have, you know, they sleep well, they have really good sleep hygiene, uh, they eat really, really good solid foods that are actually going to help fuel their performance, they make sure that they're getting into the gym uh, and prioritising, you know, getting that time in to actually work in the gym, uh, but they also have a really good balanced life outside of that, so training is not all of their life, but it's uh, definitely something that they have prioritised a little bit, and those habits start to build up, so they're not doing some quick fire ash challenge where they want to lose as much weight as possible they've just started doing things that they really really enjoy uh, and they're carrying it on for a long period of time and they're trying to see how it works in uh, with their entire lifestyle so there's a whole bunch of things that you need to be aware of for that but that's very subjective uh, and it depends on who it is that you want to be so I can't tell you the habits that you need to pick up um, but if you're aware of the habits that you need to pick up you know you can start to see um, what it is what it is that the person you want to be should be doing to get those Cool. Um, I think another thing that we also need to be very aware of is just that you have to do what's good for you. Um, and that kind of leads on from what I was just saying before is you, ne you need to know what it is that you want to be, where it is that you want to be, and you need to know uh, how it is that you can actually get there without having to break yourself. So if you do what's good for you, um, then that means that everything that you're doing actually fits with who it is that you are as a person uh, in terms of your values, but then also um, 
you know, just the lifestyle that you're already living. So if something isn't really going to work or it's going to compromise your lifestyle overall, um, I think it has very, very little chance of actually continuing. There are some people who can just push through anything and super, super grind, uh, but some people are not those people and majority of the people listening to this uh, will be exactly like me and they won't be those people either. Um, the only problem with this is if you're doing something that's extremely self-directed, uh, you may only do what's fun and that you enjoy. So um, maybe one of your habits is that you actually push a little bit harder. So making sure that you're doing you're doing the stuff that's good for you and some of it is going to be a bit uncomfortable um, but this is when you have to ask yourself whether you're being too restricted and limiting yourself of something uh, and then cause you to like kind of backfire later and you'll just like splurge out when you actually finally get the chance to do it or is it something that you actually need to necessarily uh, limit yourself from it like is it something that this is part of the habit that you need to um, like fulfill and actually take action on um, or are you properly restricting yourself so you know it kind of it's one of those things that you need to balance up yourself because you still want to have fun and you still want to enjoy it but what you don't want to do is just you know rationalize your way out of things because you're just like no 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 I'm not doing that because it's too restrictive um, when actually you could actually do it because it's only a very very small change that you could be making so um, because a lot of it you're going to be working by yourself um, you need to be as honest as you can on that um, so with this, you know, we're making sure that we're developing really good systems. Uh, and when you do this thing, you're like, in terms of systems, what that means is like when the cogs are ticking, everything just falls into place. So I remember, you know, back in the day when I used to train quite a bit and everyone just said I was like the king of habits and everything was pretty much to the minute. And the reason it was to the minute is because I just knew how everything was going. I made sure everything was set up so that I would do this, which leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to this. But that starts with something really, really small. Um, and it just was waking up in the morning and turning the jug on. Once I turned the jug on, I would get my clothes ready for the gym. Like there were just so many different things that I would build off those different things. But just adding little things at a time and slowly building off that is how you start to create those systems. And what you start to find is that you actually start to, you know, you do one thing. And then that one thing leads to this thing. That lead thing, that thing leads to this thing. That thing leads to this thing. After all of that, bam, you got a lifestyle, you got a routine, you got a morning routine, and you say you're not a morning routine person, but you just built the habit right there. Cool. Uh, right, where are we? Look at why a habit began. Oh yeah, so this is this is something that I've been thinking about a little bit more, and it was kind of it kind of came out of a lot of the stuff that I was doing with my therapist. You know, when you have trauma or when you have uh, different feelings and all that sort of stuff what we try to do is we try to really acknowledge why it is that we have those feelings where are they coming from and then like why it happened and they start to see when does it actually start to arise what I was thinking about with this is like when is it that you do the things that you're not proud of uh, what are the situations or what are the scenarios that actually lead you to get into that point? Uh, because if you start to do that, you can start to, you know, maybe take yourself away from it. Or if you can start to acknowledge that that's happening within you, you can feel how it feels. Uh, and then from there, you can just be aware that this might be the behavior that starts to lead to it. So I know the, the easiest example for this is people who wanted to start uh, stop, stop smoking or stop drinking. Um, they know that, you know, when they're with a particular group of people, that this is generally what happens. So what they start to do is wean themselves away from those people uh, because that social circle doesn't necessarily uh, help them with that goal. And once they say no the first time, and once people start to realize that that's just a change in your identity and who you are as a person for now, um, then 
hopefully it should kind of make it easier for the next time. So you've said no, I'm not drinking, I'm doing this thing, uh, or I'm not smoking anymore, it's good for my health, I just don't want to anymore. You shouldn't need to explain yourself anyway. Um, but that first no is the hardest part. And that all comes down to you know seeing what it is that leads you to actually doing the habit or doing the the action that you're not too proud of or that you're trying to uh, not do. Conversely, on the opposite end, you have to look at when it is that you're feeling less likely to. So, for example, if you wanted to go to the gym more, you know what are the factors that lead up to you just not going? Because uh, then from there you can make sure that you have things ready. You can have a bag ready. You can have like if it's time and if it's energy at the end of the day, you know maybe look at making it in the morning or trying to get it in the middle of the day uh, or just trying to do something that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym because you're like, oh, when, every time I get to the gym, I don't have a treadmill. We'll go for a walk or something like that. Um, my only thing with this is that you need to start being familiar with when it is that you are most likely to say, nah, I can't be bothered. Uh, and usually it'll be to do like with a lack of energy or a lack of time um, or just, you know, that you don't like the gym. So maybe try to find something that you do enjoy, that you look forward to doing, uh, but also has a carved out amount of time for you to get there. So that time also includes the prep that you have to do to get there. So uh, the drive time, if you do drive the, the gear, making sure that you've done your washing and you've got your stuff packed cool um and now this is going to be something that i think yeah i really do think this is going to be one that people will be like ah oh, that's kind of weird uh but what i i what i remember doing is when i was starting to train more when i was starting to do a bit more uh nutrition and all that sort of stuff you know starting to think about what i was eating um, I actually started adding things before I took things away. So I think a lot of people think about taking things away because they know that like, oh, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. Uh, restrict this amount of food. Um, you know, I just won't go on my phone as much. Like, I mean, that's a good thing. Uh, I just won't, you know, th- th- that's always what you're thinking about. I'll stop smoking. I'll stop eating processed foods. I'll stop blah, 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 blah. Um, what could actually help is actually adding little things that are positive uh, before you actually take things away uh, because what that's going to do is it's just like you know if when I was finishing drinking and trying to get over that I had to replace it uh, with another adventure so what I started doing was being a bit more social and hanging out with different people who didn't drink uh, or wanted to go do some do fun stuff uh, and then I started you know I found a sport and I started training for that as well because I couldn't, you know, because I was training and because I was doing all these different things, I couldn't drink as much or I didn't want to drink because I knew that it would detract from my other adventure that I had started. So I added something before I took it away, but it naturally fell away uh, because I couldn't do, uh, I couldn't do both, really. So what I think, you know, for example, so most of the time people are just dehydrated, they're not actually hungry, um, they just don't have the, like the hunger signals are just don't not working properly, but if you just drink a water and you just have a little, you know, if you've been eating quite a bit and you're like, why am I still hungry, and you have like a little glass of water or you increase the amount of water that you're drinking over the day, you're probably going to start eating a little bit less. And it's not because you're dieting or anything, but it's just because you're adequately hydrated. Uh, so, you know, adding those sorts of things in rather than, you know, that's going to mean that you have a lot less resistance when it comes to building those habits, uh, basically because it's you're doing something extra, uh, which leads to naturally weaning off uh, the other thing that you were trying to do. So... Um, I guess with the habits, just making sure that you are, as long as you're, you know, not hungry, uh, you're not hungry, you're sleeping well, uh, as well as, you know, you're controlling your emotions, uh, all of these different things, like if they're not compromising with those three things, then you can probably say that your habits um, are pretty decent. Um, So the key thing for you all is just to really start off the major stuff, start off the huge things, you know, if you're not 
If you're thinking about the supplements, if you're thinking about all the flashy things like the breast milk, if you're thinking about all of the different like snake oils or joining a pyramid scheme, and if you have been part of a pyramid scheme, I'm so sorry, but I'd love to hear uh, what it is that it's like, what it's like to be part of a pyramid scheme, because they are genius. Um, but if you are, you know, if you've been part of all of that sort of stuff, you know, you're focusing on the very, very small changes at the end. You're focusing on the things that are going to get you, you know, oh, super sick, ripped. Um, by just sitting on this wobble board, you know that's the stuff that isn't isn't going to get you the eighty percent of the results that you're after. Um, it's the big things. It's the major things. It's the you know focusing on sleeping well, focusing on drinking a lot of water, eating really really good quality foods, uh, and moving. If you do all of those things, you know those are the major things that you have to focus on: the supplements, the you know super silly eye masks, or all that sort of stuff. You know that those are small in comparison to the big concepts that you're trying to uh, get on top of. But once you have everything dialed down to a T, then you can start focusing on all the small things. But I'll tell you right now, your protein shake, your fat burner, your whatever it is that you're going to use is jack shit unless you are eating well. So. Um, you got to do the basics first. You got to do the big stuff first before or any of that is going to make a difference. Um, yes, but once you get that momentum, once you start building up those different habits, you'll anchor on just fine, uh, and then all of that stuff will start to fill in when it makes sense. So yeah, anyway, we're back onto it. I'm going to do a few solo episodes. I just don't really have the time to get a few guests in. Um, I will put a call out for what it is that people want to talk about for the next couple of weeks. We'll do a series. We'll do a four-week series. Uh, on this habit formation and happiness overall again uh, because that is the stuff that I need to hear for myself and I know that for a lot of you who are going through you know we're getting through the cold seasons right now here in the southern hemisphere um, and we just need it you know we need we need to get up we need to start winning again um, and we need to start feeling like you know this is this is going to be fine we are going to be okay because at the end of the day it is very good to be here love you all